Today on Gamerhead Radio, the holidays are coming. Everybody run. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz the man with the snacksy sna- oh my god snacksy <laughs> it's like snacking sexy uh, your wife has got to stop feeding us apparently <laughs> fuck it we'll go from here uh, <laughs> of course to my side is none other than the uh, bearded barnyard friend goat that would be me who I might add is wearing a Bioshock Infinite t-shirt um, I am which is uh, which I bought is, it on purpose. Well, good. Uh, you know, I also got a Tomb Raider shirt with it. Still, uh, still proud that us and the listeners actually made you play a first-person game for once. And liked it enough to buy the T-shirt. There that we go. Something. We, we did it, guys. Twenty thirteen, we did it. <laughs> and of course, uh, and of course, in the other corner is uh, none other than the Technotronic Corn, Mister Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Hello, everybody. Who is, is apparently incredibly enthusiastic to be here today. Woo-hoo! And is really good. Radio! Yeah! Fucking podcast! Yeah! Okay, Show anyway. your boobs! Oh, wait, it doesn't work here. Uh, <laughs> anyway. For two reasons. <laughs> two, two, no, don't elaborate on that. Well, we're audio only, so it's hard to show your boobs. That's true. And, um, and, and there's three dudes in the room. <laughs> moving on. So, uh, interesting weekend games. Um... You know the the uh, annual, kind of annual, usually annual, so, sometimes annual, <laughs> happens occasionally. Um, Extra Life charity event happened over the weekend where uh, tons of uh, gamers and gaming journalists alike raised money for uh, children's hospitals and the like, um, which we actually have a story about today. But other than that, pretty slow weekend games. Ah, uh, the infamous lull before the console release. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the calm before the storm in yes. full swing, ladies and gentlemen. However, we do have a few releases this week. We Fit You actually came out a couple days ago, which I didn't catch. It just sounds weird. We Fit You. Yeah, like like it just like sound- We Fit You. That are just like really Japanese. Like some guys are like We Fit You. <laughs> it just I, I don't know something like that. It, is, uh, it does sound very Englishy. Yeah, yeah, like something you'd hear like the the guy on uh, Iron Chef yell. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but of course, a little game called Call of Duty Ghosts comes out this week. Um, yeah, I've, I've never heard of it either. Apparently, it's part of a series. It's something like Medal of Honor, I hear. Yeah, I, I, but I not as know. good. I heard it. I, I heard it. Uh, I heard it might be closer to Battlefield. So, go. What did you play this week? Uh, Pokemon, 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 and more Pokemon. I'm trying to get X done. GTA Five is staring at me on my Xbox. Yeah, my copy of GTA Five. Yeah, and I'm trying to like. That's what's like really pushing it. Is I'm like, it's a borrowed copy. Let's go. But oh, no, D- don't worry about it. I'm not. I'm not going to beg for it back until Charlie picks it up and yeah. you eventually pick well, it up yeah. and we can all play online. But it's still that whole like you know borrowed game thing, and I'm like mm. trying to get that. I'm using that as my like, hey, get off your dead ass and finish Pokemon in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. For the first time in your life. Yeah. So I just got my seventh badge before I came in the day. Oh, there you go. So we're we're cooking what, uh, what uh what average level are your are your Pokemon at? Uh, we're just cresting sixty. Okay, cool. You're catching up. You're catching so we're up. We're doing all right. Cool. Charlie played through some more Lego Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. Is uh getting is really 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 good. It it really has reminded me how massive the Marvel universe is. Yeah, it's because it's like. <laughs> 
you know, all, it's like you sit down and it's like, of course, you start, they start out with the Avengers because that's just what's hot right now. Of course. And so it's like you're playing as so it's like hey, it's Lego Avengers. And all of a sudden it's oh, yeah, now guess what? It's Lego X-Men. And so like you're playing as like a whole through a whole bunch of oh, X-Men levels. Right. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's hey, guess what? Now it's Lego Fantastic Four. And like you're playing. It's, it's, it's just I, I yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and so, I, I always forgot. I always forgot. Marvel always had so many key, like big, like groups and heroes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. With DC, it's pretty much like you know Superman and Batman. You well, know, they, 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 they only had the one Justice League, right? They, they they didn't get into the big team, right? The teams thing, yeah, yeah. The um, Marvel went all out. They like their whole league going. It's like NFL for comic books. <laughs> the, the, the thought that I had about it was is that I, I really do believe that Disney acquiring Marvel was the best thing that ever happened to Marvel because they have just done such a, such a good job with being the, um, you know, just being the caretakers of that brand. Yeah. You know what they've done with the movies and just the, the, the tying things together and just the marketing and just everything. And just, mm-hmm. you know, seeing it all really kind of come together, I guess, in a weird sort of way in Lego Marvel has just really has, has kind of made that clear to me. Yeah. And, um, as a result of that, I am now more, confident than ever in where the star wars series is going to go from yeah this point. i was going to say something the same thing like when i remember when disney first bought star wars and you know the internet was ablaze with just like oh my god they're gonna ruin it and stuff like that i i don't know if either of you remember or saw it but i did that really lengthy like facebook status it's just like you know look what they've done for marvel look what they've you know they've got marvel movies now have like the biggest budget of any kind of movies ever and the last time you know, the last time Disney put out a big movie with something they acquired was The Avengers, which is one of the most top-grossing movies of all time. I don't think Star Wars will, you know, have any problems or anything yeah. like that. So, well, yeah, so. Disney's definitely doing it right. They're they're acquiring things, and they're just pretty much being the money backers. And they're like, all right, this is the project. Which We're not messing with there, it. If there's yeah. any, if there's any company, yeah. if there's any company that seems to have like unlimited resources yeah. when it comes to backing entertainment yeah. products, it's Disney. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we'll take this already popular thing and we'll just give it a huge, ridiculous budget they've never seen, and then and, and it works out great. Good, everything's good. Good, yeah. good, great, great. Yeah. And then I have also been chipping a little bit away at Assassin's Creed Three when I haven't been playing. Um, oh, that's right. You've still been playing that. Yeah, yeah. Went back around to that. Um, I'm finally playing as Connor now. And um, no spoilers. So you, you finally got to that point. Well, I, I kind of figure out what was going to be happening there, but mm-hmm. the twist as to the nature of the character that you start playing as, being spoiler free here, yeah. definitely caught me by surprise. Those yeah. those moments where you and your character on the screen both say, "Wait, what?" at the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So that was um, one of them. Yes. Yeah. So that was good. And I also want to mention one other thing for anybody out there who has an iPad. I don't know if it also works on iPhone, but at the very least, iPad. Check out Device 6. It is a fascinating game. It's made by a company called Simogo, and they were responsible for the game Yearwalk, which also kind of uh, made some headlines when it came out. Um, but uh, but Device 6, it's, it's, it's one of those games where it's really hard to describe. It's, it's a narrative text puzzle adventure game. So the way you play the I'm game... I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> so the way you play the game is that you read it. And so it's text and you're literally like scrolling around the screen, like scrolling yeah. around the text with your finger. Okay. And as you're going, um, you're scrolling over pictures and you have to play with the sound on because there are things that you hear. Each chapter is like a set of puzzles. It's 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 kind of like, um, you know, where you have to solve like puzzles to be able to go on to the next chapter. Yeah. And so the first one, without giving away too much, is 
you know, you're reading the story. The story is um, of this girl who's uh, wakes wakes up and she finds herself in some strange place, uh-huh. and it's this mansion. And so she's trying to get out essentially. And um, she's, you know, it, it, you know, it's it's very mist like, and that there's there's mm-hmm. just these puzzles everywhere. Yeah. And so as you go through the the first one is that you know you make basically all the way to the end of what you can read, and there's this recording, and you, so you listen to the recording, and the recording says like you know. You know, in you know, I, you know, to 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 get out of this room, you have to solve this math problem. Mm-hmm. It's it's a painting of a number plus this other painting of a number between these two things plus this other number, and mm-hmm. then so then you kind of have to go go and scroll back and between things that were mentioned just in the text, like all the way at the beginning, mm-hmm. through things that you can see in the pictures with lining them up just kind of the right way because they kind of shift perspective as you're scrolling back and forth them, you can get these numbers and then you have to go and you have to punch these numbers into a computer and add it up and then that's how you get to the next chapter and then it gets, of course, more intricate as you go. Interesting. But it is a it is it is far and away di- different from any game I've ever played before and it's really, really, really excellent. So Interesting. Um, if, if you have an iPad and you like to play, if, if this sounds even remotely interesting to you, don't you know don't uh i'll let you borrow mine for this it's it's that good um don't uh you know don't let this one pass you by because it is it is an amazing experience so far interesting yeah. wow That's device six very cool and very cool not five other ones right they just pick six correct okay. <laughs> interesting well i got i i played uh uh, Ace Attorney 5 Dual Destinies on 3DS, which is probably... It's in my top three of the Ace Attorney games. It's not It's not the greatest one. Well, clearly, it's not the greatest one. Um, but I love the I love the darker tone compared to the other ones. The other ones are rated teen for, T for Teen. This one's rated M for Mature, and everyone's just like, well, why the heck is it rated M for Mature? And, you know, I mentioned last week the, the whole cross-dressing thing, but there is actual, like, you know, there's some really heavy stuff in this story, like, especially once you get towards the end and stuff like that. Like, you know, it, it, it's... But it was really cool. It was so well written, and I can't wait for downloadable content for it. It's it's one of the few games that I will like willingly just open my wallet and just let the money flow for whatever Capcom can throw at me. Um, I'm hopelessly addicted to the Ace Attorney games. Apparently, this this one was digital only release. <laughs> this right? one was digital only in everywhere but Japan. Japan got a physical release, and they actually got this really cool like collector's edition that came with the Phoenix Wright like uh, statue. Aww. Kind of thing, um, you know, in his signature objection pose and everything like that. Does that make VJ sad, or are you gonna just import it? <laughs> well, see, the, the the 3DS is region locked, so I couldn't just for the statue. Just put it I, on your I, shelf. I I could. I know how you are about collector's editions, uh, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I I don't know. I I might. I I I, I probably won't. But I, I'd love to have little Phoenix Wright just like standing on my desk there and like pointing at me to get my work done every day. <laughs> I also played uh, WWE 2K14 this week. You and 34 other people. Me and 34 other people, <laughs> apparently. Okay, so in, in case this joke comes up anymore, I got really excited. There's there's a mode in the game called Defeat the Streak. So for you wrestling fans out there, which means me and probably matches, um, The Undertaker <laughs> has, is in an under... <sighs> I just thought of this. Like, <sighs> for non-wrestling fans, no, I... I'm glad you're explaining this yeah. because defeat the streak immediately. People are like, why are you defeating naked people running through football uh. games? <laughs> anyway. So the undertaker has an undefeated streak at WrestleMania, which you imagine WrestleMania is like the super bowl of professional wrestling. It's the biggest event of the year for professional wrestling and stuff like that. And the undertaker has, uh, had 21 matches over the past, like almost 30 years, 25 years, something like that. And he's never lost at any of them. Now, I know it's not that impressive because wrestling is scripted, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still something that's like, 
you know, cool for the character and stuff like that. It's it's something that, you know, diehard fans like me cling to every year when he comes back and he's back for like two weeks. He beats the crap out of someone and then goes into hibernation for another 11 months. Um, but so in WWE 2K14, there's a defeat the streak um, mode as well as defend the streak where you play as the Undertaker taking on, you know, guy after guy after guy. Um, but in defeat the streak, you fight, you face the Undertaker at the hardest difficulty, and there's all these little gimmicks like, you know, you'll hit your finishing move on him, you'll go for the pin, and then suddenly the lights will go dark, and he'll appear behind you with a stored finisher, and then he'll hit your his finisher, and you gotta make sure you counter it and stuff like that. It's really hard. It's the equivalent of, like, a final boss for a wrestling game if there was one. Um, so it's like uh, Ultima Weapon? Yeah, similar. <laughs> um, so it, it was really hard to defeat because Undertaker is one of the highest rated characters in the game as well. Um... And uh, I finally beat it, and it, it gives you a score based on, like, how, quote-unquote, exciting your match was, like, how many times you countered finishers, how many, how long the match was, you know, how quickly you could defeat them, stuff like that, um, whether you had to use weapons or anything like that. Um, and my score ranked me to uh, number 31 in the world at the time of this recording. Um, and Charlie has been making the joke that only 35 people in the world play wrestling games, so me being number 31 isn't that great. <laughs> so, and 33 of those are matches characters. And, and 33 of them are matches characters, apparently. So anyway, <laughs> while we're uh, while I'm being mopey about playing wrestling games, uh, let's see what happened in the video game industry this week. <laughs> Okay, so coming in at number five, um, like we mentioned, the Extra Life uh, charity event was over the weekend um, where, you know, gamers and game journalists, you know, they do these massive marathon sessions of uh, playing video games and stuff like that. And they all do it for charity. So uh, people donate money for uh, children's hospitals and things like that. Um, so, you know, it, it's a good thing. It's a lot, a lot of things that people, you know, gather around and stuff like that. It's particularly funny when you see high profile, like, you know, there, uh, every, a lot of people are familiar with Adam Sessler, of course, formerly of G4 now from uh, revision three, uh, YouTube group, I believe. Um, and they set forth the challenge that if they got their donations over a certain cap, then Sessler would have to play kingdom hearts, which is one of his most hated games of all time. Um, because he hates think all things Japanese, apparently. But anyway, um, so the charity was going pretty well. Just to clarify, so to the best of my knowledge, this is a charity that has had absolutely zero scandal to its name. Yes. Like, it, it, it's, there's no shadiness to them. It's, I know there are some charities where just like, you know, their CEOs are getting paid ridiculous amounts right. of money and yada, yada, yada. This particular charity has absolutely nothing shady about them, like, ever even no, little, tiny little bit. it's universally supported throughout the entire video game industry, from, you know, journalists, developers, to publishers, to PR people, to, to just gamers, you know? Right. Gamers can p participate in this every year as well. Um, but, so what happened over the weekend is that, you know, the charity went on as planned, you know, and then eventually their website uh, came under a... Uh, Charlie, what's the correct term for this kind of attack? DDoS, uh, distributed denial of service. Basically, it's an attack where um, people usually use a, um, a program 
that constantly makes garbage requests of a website, mm-hmm. um, like so many at a time. And you know, the more people that you have doing it, the more effective it is. And, and it just ser- like crashes the website the server that's hosting the website tries to respond to these requests, but mm-hmm. then there's just so many of them. It causes the server to either just simply become inaccessible. If the server is actually able to keep up with the requests, nobody who's actually trying to get to the site can get through, or it actually causes the server to crash if it can't keep up. Interesting. Um, so that happened to the extra life website. Um, which you know made the made the Twitters go ablaze with people just like really who's attacking a charity website that you know as you know we said has absolutely no shadiness to them whatsoever and it's just like you know it, it's like the bell ringers for Salvation Army and stuff like that and then you just like you know kick them and then take their uh, take their bucket goat is shaking his head yes you like just summed up my holiday tradition. <laughs> And the only reason is they don't need the fucking bell. I can see the red bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so if they didn't have a bell, you'd be perfectly I'm fine. I'm fine. With it. There's no reason somebody to stand out in front of the damn store and ring a bell all damn day. Hey, at least you're not the one standing there ringing the bell all day. Most of them are community service. They've done something wrong. They're paying their time. I feel as though we've tapped into something deeper here. But... <laughs> we'll leave it for another episode. Yeah. Um, all I'm saying the the <laughs> extra life's website was down for about five or six hours before it finally got up. Um, but meanwhile, I mean, all the live streams kept on going. You know, I remember. I think one of the most prominent was uh, Arthur Geese Gaius G whatever however you pronounce his last name G string uh, G string. Yes, thank you, goat. Um, but uh, you know, he's the review editor from Polygon, and he's very uh, he's very. Vocal. vocal on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, he, and he was he he had this like epic like three dozen tweet rant about people that are just like you know what kind of monsters would do this? This is for sick kids, you monsters and stuff like that. And, and everyone you know agrees with this stuff. It's just like who the fuck would attack a charity? You know, especially one that's so like you know whatever. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Thank you, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All I'm saying is last week we were talking about a chick who strewed Pokemon into Satan. <laughs> Who's shocked that people are hacking charity sites? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know. Somebody I, doesn't I, like what I, they're I, doing. Somebody thinks they're going to do something about it. And th- th- this, is the, this is the time of year, since I work in retail, that I start really losing faith in humanity. Just because th- th- this is when true, like, people's true colors come out. When they're, when they're shopping for whatever. By the way, our topic today for the feature is shopping. So stay around for that. Um, <laughs> Uh, but this is, this is the time of year where I really start to just like hate everyone that, I, you know, except for like you guys, you know, and no, he hates he, us and all he, year. And then even, yeah. And then even goat, I'm, you know, it's kind of questionable. Um, <laughs> and then the stuff like this happens and it just like, kind of delves me even further. And, you know, so I, I, I get extra ranty, but whatever. So that happened. Not a lot to talk about. Just, just more, 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 yeah, more about what the fuck. So apparently there's an organization out there that hates sick kids and thinks they're going to uh, make their daughters kill people. So they had to hack them. Sounds about right. Oh, well. It's probably what it is. It's probably something way out there. That's the world for you. Speaking of sick kids. Segway of the episode. Coming in at number four, Nintendo shot, uh, shot down. Wow. Shut <laughs> down. 
They could have shot it down. I don't know how they run things. All their uh... apparently Nintendo's servers are all in airplanes, just infinitely circling the globe. Nintendo shut down the uh, services for Swap Note on the 3DS, and I think it's still available on the DS, or used to be. Um, Swap Note, for those of you that aren't aware, is a messaging service so that you can uh, send drawn or handwritten messages to other 3DS users, and you can actually also um, take pictures. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like Snapchat, but the pictures don't get deleted. You know, Snapchat, you see something for like a couple seconds and then it's gone. Yeah. You know, Swap Note, you can actually like save the pictures to your SD card and stuff like that and do whatever the fuck you want with it. Um. But Nintendo apparently found out that people using the service, even minors, since most of their fan base are minors, um, were using been, it like Snapchat. We're using it like Snapchat and sending inappropriate <laughs> material. Whatever the inappropriate material is, we're not sure. Sega. Um, huh? It was just Sonic pictures. <laughs> Before the buyout. Before the What? <laughs> but, but anyway. Um... So, you know, Nintendo's not been specific with what kind of inappropriate material is being sent, but, you know, Nintendo being the ever um, extra cautious group that they are, you know, they decided it would be just better to suspend all services from Swapnote um, so that no one could send any offensive or inappropriate material to anyone ever. It's kind of useless anyways. And in related news, then all these people just went over to the internet browser and just kept on doing what they were doing. I was going to say, (laughs) the second I saw this story, I'm just like, man, wait till they see what you can look up on the internet browser on the 3DS. There's all these websites where there's a stuff called pornography. I mean, I I don't know if Nintendo's heard of it. All these miners put down their 3DS and their 5-pixel camera and picked up their (laughs) brand new iPhone 5 and went, Snapchat. (laughs) And did That's the way same, better. Did the same fucking thing, yeah. Uh, I'm just pointing out, Nintendo's Japanese, I promise you they've heard of pornography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they had their own little word. What's that? They had their own little word. Isn't Bukaki from there? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of a... Uh, that's sort of a... <laughs> a this specific is ref- thing. <laughs> this is refreshingly innocent coming from Goat. <laughs> what? What, what the hell? What's that supposed to... Uh, I don't want to know. When you get home, just go look up Futanari. Oh, God. Do I want to? No. I'm the only one here who knows what that is. No, I know what that is. And I did that. I was like, yeah, this could be a great, oh my God, wrong idea. <laughs> That's like an equivalent of like three dudes, two cups, a small chicken, and seven people they don't even know existed in a Buick. <laughs> Porn. What? I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> Okay, the stuff what? you find on the internet. I, <laughs> you people. See, <laughs> and all of this is able to be looked up on the 3DS. So Swap Note is just just. <sighs> that's the that's the point see, here. See, the only thing I, the only thing I was thinking about is like Nintendo's going to show us the reason they killed Swap Note, and it's going to be a guy taking a picture of himself in a PlayStation shirt on his 3DS. <laughs> I was thinking it just might be like a really detailed hand-drawn goatsy, but that that's, that yeah. also makes sense. Um, or unpixelated boobs. That's a big thing in Japan. Just in case this wasn't obvious, nothing we have said in the last 10 minutes is work safe. Just, so if you want to Google, you go ahead and Google. Just don't just at home on your own time, locked in a room by if yourself you like with your the shades drawn. job and your insurance... Don't Google. You probably now shouldn't be work. listening to us at work anyway, unless you've got earbuds or you're Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
So yeah, so so do you do you guys think that uh, like Nintendo's innocence is is like holding them back? No, because because this isn't the first time this happened. One of the, one of the one of the core reasons that their online services are so uh, bared. Huh? Hampered? Yes. <laughs> uh, so bare be compared to like PlayStation and Xbox is just because they've been afraid of like letting children roam the internet, which I have a 14 year old sister. I can tell you that she knows things that I'm afraid of how she figured out. <laughs> and she has never touched it. Okay. She owns a DS Lite, but that was like four years ago. So it, it's, you know, those moments where you're like, how'd you get there? You know, don't, don't answer that. No, yeah. don't, don't even answer that. It's exactly how it is. Wow, but um, I'm going to take this website down for later purposes and not tell anybody where I got it. I mean, if, if that's their... If, if their primary reason for not um, uh, developing their online, online presence more is because they're afraid of what kids are going to find on the internet, if that's their main reason, then yes, I definitely believe it's hurting them more than it's helping them. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like it's it, it's good that Nintendo is the family friendly like brand, you know, like you know, you you see the joke all the time about how the mom walks in and sees somebody playing anything except Nintendo and tells them to stop playing Nintendo. Right. I mean, like it's it's just it's a family friendly brand that all the parents know and love and trust. It's Mario and yada yada yada. Exactly. So so I guess it's you know um, as long as they're making money, I guess that's all that's really important to them, right? So, and... Yeah. Well, you know, we, well, well, the Wii U's struggling, too. They, they mentioned that they only sold, like, what was it, 300,000 units in the past quarter? Yeah. Which is an increase of, like, 200%. Yeah. <laughs> and that's still not great. Exactly. <laughs> but, see, I think Nintendo's found their, their, their block in the world. Because, like, Nintendo's always been, and, and, and still is... Of, of being that awkward, like, shy, like, no, no, teenage no, no. company that's just like, well, no, yeah, you, I don't know what sex is. But they've <laughs> always been the introduction. So, like, you get your DS, you get your Nintendo product when you're, like, five, six years old. Yeah. Eventually, I think they... You kind of graduate okay. to... I think they're okay with you outgrowing Nintendo at, like, 14, 15. Yeah, and but then I don't want to outgrow Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about humans, not gamers. <laughs> Especially Nintendo fanboys. But I'm Aww. saying they're okay with like the general public outgrowing them and then like, you know, the teenagers get your you get your Xbox, you get your PlayStation, you get your PC. You know what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. okay with being the the they're okay with being like the Fisher Price of video games. Because most of their characters yeah. are I mean, you don't see Mario wielding guns and running through town and, you know, banging Peach in a car or anything like that. Maybe you don't. I don't know what mods you got, but you need to send them over. Um, <laughs> what I would play, I I'm would sure totally, that's a PC Grand Theft Auto mod. Yeah, I was like, I would totally play Toadstool Grand Theft Auto. I do, <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, Kirby's. You know, all their characters are for. I'd say probably they're fluffy. Yeah, between 15 and below. Even 15 seems kind of generous. Okay, for the special 15 year old. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I I I hate that Nintendo is kind of like this that they're just so like shy. It seems, but it's also their culture too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Sony's not like this. Mm-hmm. Sony understands that Americans like blood violence and they like money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'll Wait, sell that their... Sony likes money or that we like money? Uh, that Sony likes American money. Oh, okay. And we're dumb enough to buy whatever they throw at us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Nintendo still has tact and, like, morals, <laughs> which is holding them back in America. I, I admit my heart will probably break the day that they uh, 
finally join everyone else. I don't think they will. I don't think, think they, they will they either, but I'll, I'll be like 90 years old and I'll be like, I remember when I used to play Super Mario Galaxy 2. It was one of the greatest games of all time. What's the Grand Theft Mario 7? <laughs> I remember when you could play a Mario game and not see Rosalina's tits. <laughs> I remember when the mushrooms had faces on them. And, and they made you grow in real life, not just in your head. Oh, boy. I love, I love my old man voice. Uh. It's so versatile. <laughs> anyway, coming at number three. <laughs> I love that we go there. And then three. I had nothing more to add to it. Did you guys? Oh, God, no. I think we've, <laughs> we've gone to hell and back <laughs> to number three. So coming in at number three, um, hope you weren't looking forward to that free-to-play Command & Conquer game, which, judging by the community, maybe a whole one and a half people were. Two. Oh, sorry. Two. I've yeah. lost face in Ubisoft. I figured Command & Conquer could pick up the slack. Apparently not. Really? I got nothing to look forward to. Everything I want is delayed. So I was like, Command and Conquer, don't fail me. Well, guess what? <laughs> Command and Conquer, the free-to-play game that was announced uh, some time ago, um, was just canceled this past week. Uh, it was it was initially rumored as people from, uh, I believe it was Victory Studios, which is just such a, a, a appropriate name for this studio right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only other title I would accept for a Command & Conquer game would be bomb the shit out of them studios. <laughs> uh, so people from Victory Studios started updating their LinkedIn's, uh, saying that they needed new jobs, and they were taking to Twitter, and they were applying for new jobs and things like that, and so everyone's just like, what's happening? And so the, the rumors started <laughs> spreading that, you know, Victory Studios was closed down, and that Command & Conquer is done entirely, and those rumors were confirmed this past week. Um... So there wasn't a press release or anything here? Just, just there this kind news came out? of was. There was a, um... Uh, there, there was an Cause official a, like announcement on like the the EA forums because it was being published by EA. Um, something along the lines of like you know the beta made it clear that this is not the game you guys want to play and we're not able to produce the kind of game that you want to play, so we're ending development for it. Oh. And I thought it was strangely like wise of EA to like put that forward. I mean, I, I'm you know EA canceling a game is nothing new necessarily. But the fact that they had the the clarity to notice that people did not enjoy the beta and that like nothing like I heard people who played the beta and stuff like that. There was not a single saving grace for it. Nothing like like they would play it for like an hour and it's just like never again. I'm done. Yeah, what did they do? They do turn it yeah. into a card game like I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. It wasn't it wasn't Command and Conquer. I mean, it was it was it had that real like pay-to-win attitude because it was free-to-play and stuff like that. So, you know, the whole, like, upgrading of units and stuff like that, you had to pay through the nose to be able to get anything that was worth a sh shit. Um, and, yeah. if you, and if you didn't, then you were stuck with, you know, these, these little units and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't yeah. fun. It wasn't, it wasn't even necessarily challenging because no one wanted to pay for the high-end stuff, and the people who did were just... Who wants to deal with that, you know? Yeah. It, it's like... It's like Indonesia's navy going up against our navy. It's just yeah. like it's just like yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but uh, from judging the comment sections and on Twitter and things like that, it was pretty apparent that no one really wanted the game to see the light of day, including the developers. 
Um, a lot of the developers took to Twitter and said that they were pretty embarrassed with how the game was turning out and things like that. So no one's... There were a couple people that are upset because they wanted to see how the game turned out and things like that, but then they heard how everyone else, you know, who played the beta and everything was turning out and they just weren't a fan. And so I'm I'm confused as to how to react to all this. And just because if no one wanted the game to be released, then that's great. But, you know... Well, from when I seen all the stuff I was looking at, because, I mean, Command & Conquer was yeah. one of my franchises back in the day. Really? Oh, yeah. And hmm, I was like, all right, cool, you know. Man of Conquer, let's do this. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's it's no. The only thing the only thing I seen out of all this all the stuff I seen, you know, talking and shot shots and stuff like that. Yeah. It, Command and Conquer was the only thing Command and Conquer about this game. Yeah. I remember a lot of people were really excited when it was first announced because it was announced that Bioware was developing it. Yeah. Um and then that's when they changed uh that's when they changed studios to this Victory Studios or they renamed it or something. Uh, so that's when a lot of people lost excitement for it yeah. and things like that. Because um, I remember this Command & Conquer game was originally announced as Command & Conquer Generals 2, which I'd never played Ge Command & Conquer Generals. I, I'd never played any of the Command & Conquer games, actually. Um, but it's... It's just saddening to see, like, a, a very big series yeah. for its time to go out like this. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued the... Uh, the comments that said, you know, we're not capable of putting together the game you guys want us to put together. Do you guys think that might have been something in terms of resources? Do you think it might have just been like lack of time or skill or talent or anything like that? I, I'm that one statement intrigues me to wonder what went on behind the scenes. I, I would have to assume that it's a matter of that. Um, you know, they, they were taking the, the feedback from the community and they were mm -hmm. saying, okay, for us to make this game to be like this, it's so radically different. It's going to cost us X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. And we figure we're going to make Y amount of dollars from this game. Yeah. Y is not greater than X. So it's... That's true. Yeah. I, it, was probably, it was probably solely a financial decision because, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. Why, well, why would you do it if it wasn't, you know, to make money? That's true. Well, that and the thing of... The thing I think is that's probably point number one, Charlie, is money. But the point B would be the hardcore fans want the old school games. Well, there's no one, there's not a big enough market for it anymore well, see, to make money on that because there's the, the kids. Well, don't see, know and, it and remember, this was a free to play game as well. Mm -hmm. So, and from what I can remember, I mean, this might be the first like high, quote unquote, high budgeted free to play game that I can think of that started as a free to play game. Because then, yeah. like, you know, Plants vs. Zombies 2 comes to mind, but that's arguably not very big budgeted because, you know, it, it's, it, it seems like a pretty simple well, game to put together yeah. in terms of, you know, comparing sure. to, to Command & Conquer. Well, that, yeah. and it, it also and then, and then, uh, rose up to fame. This this comes in with a big name on it. It'd be like right. Final Fantasy coming out with a free-to-play game. like that. They've done that. Yeah. <laughs> Have they? They've put them on mobile. They were okay. horrible. All the bravest. Remember that game that we oh, thought uh, was yeah. going to be the uh, the localized title for Bravely yeah. Default, and then it, it was literally just you wag your fingers all over, you know, the screen, and everyone just attacks at the same time, and there was like no, no gameplay to it whatsoever, just particle effects. So maybe they <laughs> maybe Command and Conquer learned from that. Yeah. Well, the difference also being that was you know a mobile game. This was supposed to be a full fledged like PC, and I think it was supposed to be coming to consoles as well. Game. Yeah. Oh. Um, I could be wrong on the console bit, but I know it was definitely coming to PC. Um, but oh well, it's, it's, 
I kind of, at the same time, I kind of hope this sends the shock to the rest of the gaming industry that have said they're really interested in making more free-to-play games, because I know Ubisoft has said something along those lines. I know EA said they were experimenting with other free-to-play games. I know Activision said they thought about using that for a Call of Duty um, structure. So, I mean, I, I kind of hope this sends a shock to the rest of the gaming industry so that there, uh, no one really wants to try making any more free-to-play games, but who... Uh, you know, because I, I, I can't I can't recall a single free to play game that I was excited to play nor actually wanted to put any effort into. So if this kind of tells the rest of the industry, hey, make a traditional game, then I, I would be all for that. The problem is that they're just still insanely like the ones that are profitable are ridiculously profitable. Like TF2. Like like Team that. Fortress 2, League of Legends, Dota 2. Like Simpsons tapped out. We talked about that one before, yeah. which is an yeah. EA property. Like, uh, yeah. like Plants vs. Zombies 2, I'm hearing, is doing very, very well. Um, well that's Plants vs. Zombies. That shouldn't be surprised to anybody. Still, it's, it's, <laughs> it has zombies it's, in it. it's, it's a formula that's working very well, unfortunately, for quote-unquote real gamers. I miss the old days. And I know... At- I know Goat is going to have a heart attack when I say I miss the old days because, you know, I usually don't like old days, but... But whatever. Give it time, and um, you know the uh, your, you know Final Fantasy sixteen will be. You'll get the first level for free. You take that back. <laughs> you don't finish that sentence. I will throw this microphone at you. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's be realistic. You can you, you can raise your own summons in your own time, or for three ninety nine, you can buy each one individually, fully leveled up. I was to say, let's be honest. Oh. You don't get the first level. You get the, you get lightning for free. Well, That's then Mike's okay. good. Yeah. Lightning. <laughs> and then they, I don't need any more characters then, then ever. Then, then I be, want lightning in every video game ever. And then there'll be forty nine ninety nine for her usable armor. <laughs> she doesn't need uh, armor. Nine ninety nine. Thank you, Charlie. Nine ninety nine per chocobo. <laughs> okay, that might get me. That I I I am the guy that keeps saying I wish chocobos were real. No, no, no. You would you would get Titus for free. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And his only attack would be that annoying laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't even uh. mock it. Anyway, coming in at number two, uh, Ubisoft is in the news quite a bit this week, both good and bad. Um, apparently they listened to the podcast because uh, <laughs> the one game that Charlie mentioned he was looking forward to the most last week um, is no longer coming out. When it was supposed to. Dear Ubisoft, what did I do? <laughs> I really just... I like your games. I like you all very, very, very much. If you could please not delay or cancel any more of the games that I'm looking forward to, I would really appreciate it, and I promise to buy them all. Charlie, you are a weird person. We don't want to put your games out. We Aww. don't want to put games out for you. That was the best French accent I could do. It's not very good. I'm sorry. I apologize to any <laughs> French listeners. All two of you. <laughs> if that um so anyway if you didn't pick that up uh south park the stick of truth got delayed from <sighs> december when it was originally su- well now supposed to come out uh it got delayed till march something i, I think it was like march 8th or Which something is the like same that same window as watchdogs right watchdogs is supposed to be q1 of 20 of fiscal 2014 so uh, april to june Oh, okay. Uh, Ubisoft said that South Park would be coming out there the last quarter of fiscal 2013, which would be sometime between January and March. I guess a little tiny part of me appreciates that, that 
just for my scheduling purposes, they're spread out a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, so South Park: The Sick of Truth uh, delayed again. Although they did come out with another pretty nice looking gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good news with Ubisoft is that they announced that they will no longer be forcing users to have their online passes anymore. I can't imagine why, because I've worked so well in the past. <laughs> I, why, Charlie? I think that's sarcasm. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, <laughs> Uh, the the straw that broke the camel's back, ironically enough, is a feature in Assassin's Creed 4 that apparently made it so that you couldn't use certain single-player aspects of the game. Uh, I'm not familiar completely with the mechanic. I've not played the game yet. None of us have played the game yet. Um, apparently, there's something you can do with your... Like, you can have a fleet of ships. It's a pirate game, so you have, like, a fleet of ships, and you can go send them to do missions and things like that. And apparently, based on the accomplishments of people on your friends lists those missions will change or they can join you or something like that. Hmm. And it's all in single player. And so you can't do these missions if you don't have an online pass or like the online pass was like messing up or the servers were down or something. Basically Ubisoft being Ubisoft. They've had archaic DRM for a decade now. It makes uh, me wonder if it might've been a, um, a failed attempt at, um, you, you know, it makes me think of, do you remember when um, Arkham, I, th- I can't remember if it was Arkham Asylum or Arkham City, I think it was Arkham Asylum came out on the PC, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the sort of sneaky uh, DRM that they had in there for, for uh, as punishment. Where you couldn't glide? Yes. That was Asylum, yeah. I okay, remember that. Yeah, so, um, I, you know, so for people who don't know what we're talking about, when Arkham Asylum came out on PC, um, if you pirated the game, um, it made it so that... Batman could not glide like his his gliding just functionally wouldn't which, work and which so, is which is pretty crucial early yeah. on in the game because within the first like half an hour you have to glide through a gas-filled room you can't touch the ground you have to glide from like one point to another so if you can't glide you literally just leap off this ledge just like flapping like an idiot yep. to your to <laughs> Batman's death yeah <laughs> So, which made it uh, really funny to see the people like going into the support forums and say, "Hey, there's something wrong with my game. I can't glide." And they were like, "Yeah, you should there try is something wrong with your game." game. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it makes me wonder if it was something like that. They like they tried to put in so like if you if you didn't have an online pass or if you didn't authenticate or something like that, then this thing wouldn't work. But it completely backfired on them. That's yeah. that's what it makes me think of. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But the uh, the good news is that they're doing the uh, they're doing the EA route. So they're not making it so that the games don't require an online pass. They're basically just making all of the online passes for all of their games and all of their games that are coming out free. So you know you still need to download it. You know if you have a game that you don't have an online pass for or whatever. But the good news is you don't have to type in those codes. And you just have to, you know, go and I'm sure there's a message that pops up in game or something that reminds you to download it anyway. Um, but for those of you keeping score, the only publishers that still use online passes are now 2K and EA, right? No, EA stopped doing it. EA stopped. Oh, right, right. Yeah, sorry. EA stopped doing it. Uh, Sony stopped doing it. Microsoft never did it. Uh, I think 2K might be the last one. Uh, I think about it. Because I know uh, WWE 2K14 had an online pass with it, and I thought it was really weird. And I was just like, really? Still? Okay. This is still a thing. Um, so uh, those of you who are playing Assassin's Creed 4 and having a problem with whatever the online features are, you can go download the online pass for free. Hopefully, uh, by the time the new consoles come out, online passes will be a thing of yesteryear, rather than something we actually have to consistently worry about. Uh, coming in at number one, if you've been hiding under a rock all week, then your name is probably Goat. 
Um, or me, actually. Or Charlie, for that matter. Uh, you okay over there, by the way? I don't have you're to be under, like, under a rock. Yeah, you're, you're just you're just quiet, so I'm making fun of you to get you to talk. Oh, it's fine. It just I don't know. There's a lot of stories where I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> DRM on a game I haven't played yet. Gotcha. Uh. <laughs> um, well, this weekend, well, a series I haven't played yet. Let's be honest, I've never played any of the Assassin's games. Really? Nope, I have no interest in them. I was going to say, I don't think you'd like them. No, I like my Fable. I can't do that whole like sneaky, sneaky. Crowds well, are you, you, not you'll a good be thing. quote unquote pleased to know that the stealth in Assassin's Creed is horrible. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so this is something that we can all kind of, sort of, maybe relate to, uh, even if we are all apathetic about it. Um, so a lot of shots were fired in either direction in the console wars this week between the PS4 and the Xbox One. It all started when Sony put up a, um, well, it started even before that. It all started when rumors started flying around about the PS4 having better resolutions than the Xbox One, specifically in terms of Call of Duty Ghosts. Uh, on PS4, the game runs at 1080p, and then it was only supposed to run at 720p on Xbox One. Charlie, is that that big of a deal as a, a tech person? So, so just in case, um, I, I guess just to have a little bit of tech 101 here. Um, so those numbers basically mean to the number of horizontal lines of resolution on a TV. Um, so when you have 700, so when it's 720 versus 1080, that's the difference in the number of lines. So there's more lines on the TV, therefore the lines are smaller, therefore the picture is clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the P and the I, it's a little more uh, in-depth as far as either pr- progressive or... Um, Interlaced? Uh, interlaced, yes, exactly. And so the the you know the difference there is with interlaced, it, the screen basically redraws every other line every mm-hmm. time the TV refreshes, and progressive is the entire screen every time the screen refreshes. Um, and so progressive gives you a better picture because the entire screen is being refreshed every time. So right. that's why 1080p is pretty much like the standard or whatever. You know, 1080p has become such a buzzword. Like you know, it it is <laughs> it's like if it's not 1080p, there's something wrong with it. Um, you know, it's uh. It's also become almost sort of pseudo meaningless because it's like, you know, my TV is 1080p. So is my cell phone. Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you went, you know, pretty bitch and cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, honestly, a lot like a lot of cell phones are that high resolution now. I didn't, I didn't doubt you. I was yeah. I was I was. <laughs> I was, um, I was, I was so being funny. The, the, the funny thing is, though, is that um, when you take into account the size of a screen, the number of lines, you know, the resolution of the screen and how far away from the TV the person is, mm-hmm. it's entirely possible that a person wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between 720 and 1080 because their eyes just can't see it anyway. Right. So to answer your question, is it a, is it a big difference between 720 and 1080? The difference is going to, to depend on that. If mm-hmm. the person is playing on like a a thirty two inch screen five feet away from them, no, like they're me. probably not going to notice the difference. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, I mean, kind of the other thing is that uh, there are some people who are going to twist this into saying something negative about the Xbox One, which is not how I mean it. But oh boy, you also have to do less work if you're outputting less pixels. Yeah. So, you know, um, the so, Xbox One is lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, I did it for you, yeah. fanboys. Yeah. Um, you can send any email well, to charlie at gamerheadradio.com. It's not, it's not that they're lazy. They're just more worried about sports and TV. <laughs> um, so, you know, in, in my case, because I have a 100-inch 100, 100 1080p screen mm-hmm. six feet away from me. My wall is my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, in my case, I would probably be able to see the difference. Yeah. Um, do I care? Eh, I don't know. You know, I would, I would need to put them up next to each other and... To be able to answer that question. 
If he cares, just go by his house. Whatever one's in the front yard to the front window was the lesser of the two. <laughs> Seven twenty no. Because <laughs> that's how I sound. I've, I've seen you, you rage quit. You get this like barbarian thing and like oh, superhuman yeah. strength. Does he? No. <laughs> no, he usually just goes. I was gonna say I can't imagine being Charlie. I I can't imagine being Charlie. I can't imagine being Charlie. I can't imagine Charlie being angry like that. No, he's really he's really a dainty quitter. Like, oh, man, you guys really just ruined my day. <laughs> <laughs> I need a hug. I'm gonna go clean the Shall kitchen we? and I'm gonna come back to this. I need a moment. <laughs> That's actually what I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so th- this whole resolution wars, as the internet has dubbed it, started with Battlefield and or Call of Duty rather, and then Digital Foundry posted a comparison for Battlefield Four between the next gen consoles and PC. And of course, PC you know wins everything by a mile, but you know everything was everyone was looking at the next gen console comparisons. Um, again, the PS4 output at 1080p, while the Xbox One output at like 900p, which I thought was weird because it, whatever. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what that would be. I, 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 it's somewhere between them. Um, <laughs> it's not quite fuzzy, but it's not quite crisp. So, you know, of course, you know, the, the console fanboys looking for absolutely anything to spark a war between them. That's how this whole thing got started. And Sony fanboys were just like, yeah, our console's superior. And then Sony dumped a wet blanket on that, posted this massive awesome FAQ on their main website that literally answers almost every question you could have about the PS4 except for what it tastes like in barbecue sauce. I bet it tastes like barbecue. I bet it tastes like barbecue. <laughs> Barbecued plastic. Delicious. Um, and then it was revealed that apparently the PlayStation 4 will not have uh, media server supports like the PS3 did. It will also not play audio CDs and also won't play MP3 files. So they're really just going all games. Well, see, here's the thing. A lot of people were complaining about... I, I'm, I'm not sure what the media server stuff is. I assume you do. Is that a big deal? Not to most it, people, I would say no. I didn't think so. It's, uh, it's if you have, like, another computer where, you're, where you've are where you got, a, you know, some device where you've got media on it that you don't want to be able to watch over the network. Yeah. Um, you know, some phones have what's called DLNA, uh, where you basically... That's, you that, can, that's what it is. Yeah, or you can flip that on, and so, like, basically, you know, like, if you have a cell phone that you have, like, your home videos or pictures on, you could flip, you know, turn on DLNA, and if they're on the same network, then your PS... You know, the PS3 and the 360 will just see it and you'll be able to get at your stuff just without so, having to do anything fancy. So it's really just kind of like a cool feature. It's really not integral to the overall. God, no. Like, okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. So a lot of people are getting really pissed off that you can't play CDs on a PS4. I, I'm not the kind of person that has ever played music on any of my consoles ever. So I'm not like... I'm not, I'm not understanding this. I can understand it maybe occasionally or something like that. But uh, like, I do, but well, it's through last FM. Yeah, that that's yeah. So there'll, there'll be like streaming apps and yeah. stuff like that, you know. But um, so the story continues, and then you know, of course, Microsoft confirmed that the Xbox One will, of course, you know, do these things and uh, play MP3s and audio CDs and have what is it DLNA? Mm-hmm. Have DLNA support and stuff like that. Um. And then, uh, and then Peggle 2, which is a timed Xbox One exclusive, was delayed. So now, it, it, it's... No! <laughs> Sorry. I was actually excited for Peggle 2. So was, yeah, Michelle is. So. I, 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 that doesn't surprise me in the yep. least bit. Um, 
Yeah, I was actually considering picking it up at launch, but now I can't because now it's delayed to like December or something. This is like the fall of delays. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yep. It's like it's like Watch Dogs, South Park, Fable, Fable, Castlevania, High Final Drive Fantasy. Club. Everything I want to play. A lot of things I want to play. Yeah. It's, it's like. I wonder if this is all just because of the new console gen that everything is being delayed. Like, everyone has to, like, split their focus but on that. But at the same time, they're shooting themselves in the foot because they're not giving you a reason to spend the money to buy a new console. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm, well. sure, I'm sure pre-orders are dropping off left and right with all this. Oh, it doesn't do this. Oh, it doesn't do that. Oh, this game's delayed. Oh, that game's delayed. You know? Especially considering, well, that depends, because some stores haven't even updated their sales flyers yet to reflect the delays. Yeah, as, <laughs> yeah. as, I, as I found, um, you know, Target and Toys R Us and Meyer and stuff like that, they're sending out their big, like, holiday books and stuff like that. And, I, and uh, Meyer, Target, and Toys R Us, all of them had pictures of, uh, like, Drive Club, Watch Dogs, and I think Target even had Peggle, too, all of which are delayed, all of which say, you can pick it up at launch, you know? And it's like, no, you can't. Come the, on, this isn't new stuff. I mean, I, the flyers don't take that long to produce. Yeah. So The thing that's weird to me about Sony dropping the CD support, um, it's it, is it going to support DVDs? Like, being able to watch DVD movies, did it say that? I didn't catch. Oh, uh, they will, yeah. Okay, then there's absolutely no technical reason to the best of my knowledge, for them not being able to include CD support, because I am 98%... Yeah, there is. I am... Hmm, yeah, technical, there is. Technical a, reason. A technical reason? Yes. No, 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 no technical reason. That's what I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Financial reason, yes. Well, um, yeah, I, I was going to say, that Sony's probably trying to get people to use their music unlimited yeah, sure. service and things like that. They were really um, adamant about that. Yeah. Sony Music and BMG I, and all this... Stuff they I, were I just remember how my mind was blown when I figured out that it was pronounced curiosity because you guys have seen the name for it was like the letter Q and then it was like like Ricity and I was just like how does it Corsity Quash and then someone pronounced it Curiosity I'm like oh my god it makes sense why the fuck would you call it that <laughs> and then they renamed it to Music Unlimited the week after that so they heard yeah. me <laughs> um, but I'm I'm 98% sure that that a laser that that a laser can, that can read DVDs can also read a CD. Is that there's very little difference between, between yeah, the two. Yeah, I'm, I'm so every I, DVD player I've had can play CDs. Yeah, so I am, I am, I would not be surprised if we see this fixed, quote unquote, in a firmware update. Yeah. Uh, an important thing to note, by the way, uh, Shuhei Yoshida, um, the president of Sony Worldwide Studios, um, said that he's seen all of this, you know, the the outcry that the PS4 can't do these things and things like that. Um, and said he's passing them along to, you know, the people responsible for like putting out firmware updates and stuff like that. So yeah. it's entirely possible, um, that this stuff will be added in later. And I would actually kind of expect it at this point since it's all like, it might even make it into that day one update, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So, uh, the funny moment of all of that, by the way, was, uh, editor in chief of Kotaku, Steven Totillo asking, uh, Shuhei Yoshida if the PS4 would support VHS format. And of course, someone said, "Come on, this is Sony. They're on the Betamax side of things." <laughs> nice. So, uh, I think it's just all PR. Honestly, I think it's all fluff and puff. Have you ever noticed how conspiracy theorist Goat is? Yes. I, I mean, some of it's warranted, but corporate conspiracy theories. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. They want to sell a zillion units to everybody and their sister. So let's start a war. Exactly a zillion. Exactly. <laughs> zillion one is not in the budget. <laughs> but I mean they've got the world at their hands right now I mean they got America just eating it up oh my god it's Christmas my kid needs to have everything uh, which one do I pick you don't you buy both 
That's the way it works. And now we're going to make this war so you buy both. Speaking of Christmas, since we're done with the news, uh, our feature today deals with That's holiday right. shopping tips. And I'm That's about to lose my notes, which I actually have stuff on for. So let's do fucking whatever. Segway angry style. <laughs> <laughs> So those holidays are coming right around the corner. In case you didn't notice, radio stations starting to play Christmas music and Christmas decorations showing up at Walmart. And dolls with blow my head off. And Charlie singing, uh, you know, (laughs) depressing parody Christmas music. Um, So we thought it would actually be... Are you... (laughs) Buy your kids more than you make in a year. (laughs) So we have another song we apparently have to write? (laughs) How we're parenting. (laughs) Um, So we thought it might be appropriate to uh, give you guys holiday shopping tips in terms of video games, especially since, I don't know if you guys have heard me say this before, but I actually have worked in retail for the past eight years, so I know a lot of, like, loopholes and things like that that a lot of people apparently never pick up on if the forums are to be believed. Um, And he's excessively cheap. Well, yeah, I mean... Frugal. Yeah. The word is frugal. That's right, that's right, frugal. <laughs> Frugal-ass gamer. Being fr- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so whether you're shopping for yourself or others, um, I've got a few tips here that I've compiled. Uh, first of all, absolute cardinal rule number one for um, the, purchasing games less than full price, please consult the website cheapassgamer.com. That, that's the absolute, like... I'll be. That's the hot sheet, huh? That's the hot sheet. Well, see, here's the thing. I the only games I pay full price for nowadays are the games that I absolutely know I either have to play on launch day, which aren't very many every year, or collector's editions. And even half the collector's editions I buy, I usually find for half price or better because of Cheap Ass Gamer. Um, For those of you that aren't familiar, Cheap Ass Gamer is a website that's literally just, it's entirely community driven. I mean, there are three people behind the website and stuff like that, but they really just do the CAG cast every week. Um, And one of them lives in Japan despite being American, but whatever. Um, Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, it's it's literally just forums upon forums of people finding these deals on video games. Even the littlest thing. I mean, I just saw a thread on Cheap Ass Gamer before we started recording about you can purchase a game and an accessory for a PS4 and an Xbox One for $108 package. That's only a $2 savings, but people are going nuts about it. <laughs> That's the kind of website this is. So you And then you'll find, you know, the occasional website... Or, or deal, rather, where, you know, you can get... I still remember I got the Renegade Edition of the first DJ Hero, which was like a $120 package for $23. I said, who, the what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon was clearing them out. I was in the yeah. right place at the right time. One-click shop uh, shipping. It's like, yep, done. Are you a Prime member? I was. Mm. I, I am not uh, at the moment because I can't justify it being a Best Buy employee and getting most of my things that way. Um, although I imagine I'll be returning to Prime membership soon. Um, but Cheap Ass Gamer, I mean, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, you find these great deals on games and stuff like that, like I said, whether for yourself or the, the gamers in your life and stuff like that, um, since this is technically a holiday shopping tip thing, but whatever. Um, you could be like me, and your family just doesn't celebrate Christmas, and so you just take advantage of all the fucking awesome sales and stuff like that. Sounds like me. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, you know, it's great for finding these deep discounts and stuff like that. And, you know, they, they probably have the most comprehensive coverage of, like, Steam sales and stuff like that. You know, they, they're all these dedicated people that are just, like, keep these posts updated, like, hour by hour if things change. Um, but at the same time, you're probably going to be spending more money on video games because you're finding all these deals. So it, 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 that's something that I've definitely had to limit myself over the past year since I've become a regular user on Cheap Ass Gamer. Um, you know, yeah. you, you kind of need to learn to exercise restraints and things like that if you find something great. I've set myself up for certain things. Like, I'll, I'll check, and if Amazon has their awesome sales, mm-hmm. I'll partake. That's the only thing I'll partake in. Yeah. Just because that's a pretty big partaking. Yeah. When Amazon's like, oh, these games are like six bucks a piece, I'm like, and eh, I don't care. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just empty them all in my digital yeah, cart. There, I'm like, so bright like that. And then, you know, packages come for three, four months later. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm in too deep. <laughs> <laughs> but what's really cool about Cheap Ass Gamer is if, if you're waiting for a certain game to go on sale, you can actually sign up for alerts um, where the website will track games across different retail websites and things like that. And it'll send you an email or text alert if a game, you know, goes on sale for so much. Like, mm-hmm. you can even customize it so that... You know, say if you really want to purchase, you know, Assassin's Creed 4, but you're not going to buy it until it's 30 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever. Mm. You know, you can set it so that it won't alert you until a major retailer. And you can even customize which retailers you consider like major and stuff like that until, say, you can customize it so that, say, you won't buy it until Best Buy has it for under $30. It's really cool. It's something, you know, if you're looking for something specific, I've used it before. I really don't anymore nowadays because, like I said, I like to exercise restraint. Um, I'm still waiting for my text message for GTA five for a buck. Waiting patiently. Yeah. (laughs) I I think you're, uh, I think GTA six is going to be out by then. I'm thinking eight. (laughs) (laughs) Text message thing won't exist anymore by the time that happens. No, it'll just be in my head. That'll be a hollow, hollow message. (laughs) Some dude will pop and be like, Hey, remember that game? Adam, (laughs) GTA five is now a dollar. I'm in your head. And also, they'll be like, oh, I gotta Why go did buy I it. sound like a ghost when I'm so supposed to be a text message alert? <laughs> I was thinking more of the chick from Google Translate, but whatever. <laughs> Wait, there's a chick on Google Translate? Yeah. How did I know? Oh, no. Anyway. Um, Apparently, you don't hang out where all the women are at. Are you surprised? I'm shocked that I know that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... And, and, and something I especially wanted to note, um, because this is something that apparently a lot of people don't realize, um, you know, I, I think it's I think it's mostly universal that the informed gamer prefers to shop at Amazon as, above all else, just because it's, you know, no tax. It's occasionally like cheaper, stuff like that, you know, with or without tax. And then, you know, obviously a lot depending of, on where you live, no tax. Depending, yeah. depending on where you live, you know, stuff like that, you know, I, Amazon is like it, it's easy, you know. A lot of people like to shop there. You don't need to go anywhere. Gamers are lazy, you know. They that don't one click anywhere. buy button is dangerous. I know, <laughs> especially yep. the first time I ever use it and I hadn't configured the settings. Suddenly, I wonder why I'm paying fifteen dollars for shipping. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but it was there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> shit in about a car. <laughs> I think the shipping on a car would be a lot more than fifteen dollars, no matter what. We are talking about Amazon here. Yeah, we are. Talking. <laughs> That's true. Um, something, something I want to note. You know, the regular listeners know that I work for Best Buy, and I'm not giving you guys any information that isn't already public knowledge. It's just something that a lot of people don't necessarily know. 
Um, so Best Buy used to have a price matching policy so that you could price match anything within 30 days of purchase within the return policy. Yeah. So within 30 days of purchase, 60 if you were, then it was a Premier Silver member. Now it's like Elite and Elite Plus, and that's fucking whatever. Um, it's so damn way confusing. Even employees way, don't. Way to sell it. It's so confusing. <laughs> even employees don't know how it works. Okay, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. Do you want to be delete whatever the hell this is? No, you don't. Trust me, because I don't want to do the paperwork, and I don't even give a fuck what it means. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all the same system. Thank you for shopping just... at Best Buy. Come back, <laughs> please, please, please come back. Yeah, you know what? I don't care. Anyway, we're um, price Amazon. Oh, we'll be back. <laughs> Um, so they used to have that uh, awesome price match policy. And it was really cool because occasionally you could do something like, you know, buy a game at launch on Best Buy. And then suddenly, you know, Walmart would have it for cheaper 40 days after you had bought it. And then you could go back to that Best Buy and get 20 bucks back, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. They changed that a couple months ago so that the return policy is now only 15 days for regular customers. And then... 30 and 45 for elite and elite plus members respectively. Um, Somebody's exploiting it. I, whatever, but, but with the, the, well, that's just for the return policy Yeah. for the price match. You can only price match the point at the point of purchase now. So people were definitely exploiting yeah. it. I've, I've seen people exploit it on like mm -hmm. cheap ass gamers and stuff like that. But, and thankfully everyone just shunned them. It's just like, no, don't be a dick. You know, yeah. you use it the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, because people would use it to get like free rewards on coupons and stuff like that. And yeah. that's that's no, don't do that. Exactly. Um, don't screw the but, service. But, the service but, will so when Best Buy changed their return policy, they made it so that they also price match major online retailers, including Amazon, which is something that they didn't do before. So as long here, here's the kicker, and this is this is where I see the most customers get headaches, where they come in wanting to price match Amazon and they don't understand how this works. So it has to be shipped and sold by Amazon. It can't even be fulfilled by Amazon. It can't be a third party. You know, any, at that point, you know, anyone could go up and put this, you know, 90 inch Samsung television for $3 and then suddenly we're matching it and you're taking advantage of the system. No, it has to be yeah. shipped and sold by Amazon. So if you need something like the day of, like you don't want to wait for Amazon shipping or, you know, two day prime shipping or whatever, and you don't mind, you know, eating it a little bit with tax, especially if you live in a state where Amazon taxes you. You can totally walk into a Best Buy with a printout of Amazon or even like on your phone or if you're nice enough, they'll look into it for you and say, I want this for this and they'll do it. So, and this is something that a lot of people don't understand. Like even the guy who runs the money saver on Kotaku, Shane Roberts, I think his name is, even he doesn't know how this, how this price matching thing works, which shocks me because he's supposed to be the, the guru with finding these deals and stuff like that. Um... So that's something that's very valuable that I want everyone to know about. And again, that's not something that's like, you know, like an employee secret or anything. It's right there in the return and price match policy, you know, that we price match like Amazon and stuff like that. Now, as long as chances are, if it's a major retailer, if it's as long as it's not like, you know, mom and pop central, you know, middle of fucking nowhere, USA, you know, Best Buy will match it. I think Walmart will also match it. Uh, Target, I don't know if Target price matches anymore. They, do you, do you they, know? They, uh, I, I mean, I can't, I can't quote their policy, but I have gotten price matches there before. I think okay. everybody price matches because you have to. Toys R Us doesn't. Really? Yeah. 
They did, they did while I worked there like six or seven years ago. Yeah. But uh, last time I went in there trying to price match something from like Best Buy or something like that, you know, not even mm. Amazon. Yeah. They wouldn't do it. Uh, they they won't price match whatsoever anymore. I mean, you could you could try and, and this leads into my next point. You could try to be, you know, extra nice to the manager and or like if you're a regular and you know, the, know the people there, they might try to cut you a break, but I wouldn't count on it. But that leads into my next uh, next point. If you're trying to get things out of retail workers, you have to remember we're heading into the season where people on both sides of the register are so ridiculously stressed out that no one wants to do anything for anyone. So if you're a pleasant person when you're asking favors from retail workers, even, you know, understand that they're making minimum wage. They're just doing the motions. They're just doing what they're told. They have no authority over anything whatsoever. Even the managers, you know, managers in retail are just, you know, they're subject to the district managers above them and, you know, corporate above them and stuff like that. It's this whole chain of stuff where everyone's just constantly afraid of the people that are above them, especially during the holiday season. Um, so, if you walk up to someone and you're pleasant about everything and you're not, you know, just automatically Joe Schmo America demanding that, you know, this is in your price match policy. So this means you have to do it. If you walk up to them, this is like, Hey, I noticed that this, this was, can I, can I match this? You know, it'd be, this is a number one thing I tell everyone. If they, I even told it to you go at one point when you were like looking at like some home theater equipment or something like that. I can't, it was like, two years ago or something like that. Yeah. It was a while ago. And, I, and you saw something. I was just like, did you ask for a better price? Well, no, they won't change it. Like, if you ask nicely, they might, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's really the key, you know, not even just in retail to life, but you know, we often forget that, but um, particularly in retail, I mean, you have to understand that probably every single person in every Walmart, Best Buy, Toys R Us, Target, whatever, they've probably been working long hours all week for the past three months, and they don't want to be there any more than you want to be there. So being a pleasant person will actually make them think, hey, I can do this person a favor. I know I think that way all the time. I don't even sell things anymore. You know, people come to me at the front of the store, and they ask questions about things, and if they're demanding about it, I just say, I, I don't know anything about it. Let me see if anyone's available. And no one's available, so they don't get their questions answered. But if they come to me, you know, saying, it's like, hey, do you know anything about this? And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not sure, but I can look it up on the iPad I've got up at the front here. And so suddenly, it's amazing. You, you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, and I think a lot of people forget that. That's why I stay home and shop online. So that's uh, a couple tips we have for shopping this holiday season. Uh, there's probably others that I haven't thought of because honestly, I, uh, I mean, looking at my notes, the three things I had was cheap ass gamers, steam sales and price matching. Um, so I didn't exactly come to this prepared. Um, but should you guys have any questions? Obviously you have the, the numerous forms of communication for us and things like that. I'll answer what I can. Um, if you want to know, like, you know, how things typically work and things like that. I, I, I consider myself, I, I mean, I've worked at like four different retail jobs in the past eight years. I, I think I've gathered how most of these things kind of work from both sides of the register and stuff like that. So I like to think that I know how, um, that I can help in that respect. But anyway, on a, uh, slightly lighter note, let's get to today's mailbag. <laughs> So, obviously, our mailbag question today was, what's the greatest gaming sale you've ever seen? How do you find your gaming deals? Uh, Brian writes in and says, for games, the Steam sales are some of the best I've seen. For hardware, the pre-owned 320-gig PS3 Slim I grabbed at GameStop a few weeks back. 
It was 150 bucks and included a free pre-owned game. Yeah, I know some people have problems with GameStop, but a deal like that in this economy, fuck yeah, I'll go for it. Ryan's apparently very. Uh, I would have to agree with him. I don't care where that deal was. I'd be I don't, like, yeah, I don't that's either. Cool. I, don't, I don't either. Yeah. I mean, I don't like GameStop, but uh, especially for that deal, I can guarantee they didn't make. I didn't guarantee they didn't make money on it. No, no, they're waiting for the PS4 anyway. Exactly. They're just shoving them out the door now. Uh, Taylor says, "What are these quote sales you speak of?" Really, Taylor, you're gonna set it up like that, are you? <laughs> Goat, be nice. I'm being nice. Okay. Uh, Taylor says, seriously, though, the biannual Steam sales are the best. There's always something for everyone. Yeah, I think uh, I think Steam sales were just leaked a couple days ago, actually, for uh, the winter sale. I don't. I haven't looked into it yet, but... I don't use Steam. Yeah. I, 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 My wallet is very happy I don't use Steam. <laughs> mine is very unhappy I use Steam. <laughs> Mike's um, wallet is Steam cleaned. Oh! Oh, God. <sighs> Come on, you probably got to... <laughs> I we were doing one bad joke a thing, whatever. <laughs> Apparently my notes for this show are off. No bad joke show. Got it. <laughs> uh, Taylor also writes in emails. I, I like the uh, subject. It says episode whatever. Because <laughs> uh, he's he's a little caught. He's trying to catch up. It's, uh, he starts off with, I haven't forgotten about you. Promise school has been stupid busy for me, but I'm catching, I'm catching up on episodes right now. He's on episode 31. So he's get he's getting there. He's... Six episodes behind, but who's counting? I say, what episode are we on? This is 37? Yes. Um, okay. Taylor says, not sure if you've talked about this yet, but now that we know a lot more about the PS4 and Xbox One, still a stupid name, by the way, what are your final thoughts before release? Which one or ones are you buying and why? Personally, I'm pulling the PC Master Race card until and waiting until there's an exclusive game that I absolutely need to make my choice. Taylor has completely redeemed himself in my eyes. Because <laughs> he's using his head. Well, yeah. I mean, he's using the same strategy I am. I mean, let, give me a game to buy. Let's. Uh, no, no, no. He, see, see, here's here's the thing. You know, I, I've already said a couple times that I'm getting I'm getting both consoles. I'm getting them both at launch. But there's no way I would recommend anyone doing the same thing. And I can't. I have a hard time recommending anyone getting either of them at launch unless you really want to play the newest version of Battlefield or Assassin's Creed Four or something like that. Um, but you're already playing it. I'm not. I'm waiting because I realized that I'm waiting for the superior versions. Sup hang on. Superior console versions. So. We don't go to not getting either of them until yeah. either. They give me a reason to buy one. Charlie, have you made a decision on if you're keeping uh, what you're keeping? I know you were iffy on PS4. I don't know if you were still getting an Xbox One or not. Though. Um. I'm I'm iffy on PS4, um, and becoming more iffy as the days go by. Um, I'm waiting to kind of see what the reviews for Knack and um, what was the other? Uh, I mean, Killzone, the first party games. I mean, eh. Killzone doesn't seem your speed. No, I mean, like I I enjoy a good first person shooter. I just haven't enjoyed the Killzones that I've played. Yeah. Um. So. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I have enjoyed Killzone, and I'm still not sure about it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I, I, at this point, if I had, if I was a betting man, I'd say that I would, uh, I would not be keeping my PS4. Aww. Um, 
the unless neck, like I say, it gets reviewed really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. I need to find out more about the co-op. I was just looking into it today, and I will say that the I looked at the Gamescom trailer, mm-hmm. and just the trailer by itself, I, I'm interested in the game. Yeah. I'm not interested enough to buy a console to play it, necessarily. It's not a system seller. Right. It's so, just something nice to have at launch if you're picking it up. Right. Um. So 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 that's that's where I'm at on the PS4. The Xbox One, I'm still pretty sure I'm going to be keeping. Okay. Um, I am, you know, it, you know... I am the only person in this room who's interested in all the media and TV related features. Um, So, you know, so that's still a big selling point for me. Um, Especially the more I think about it, it's um, like with with the snapping thing, it's like today, Michelle and I, we had to stop playing Lego Marvel so I could switch the TV over so that she could put the football game on. Yeah. That wouldn't be a problem anymore. Right. And so, so for me, it it is, it is a big thing. Um, And um, the more I find out and look into um, Rise, the more interested I am in it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just looks like a really good game to me. Like I say, unless the reviews, poorly um you know the um if you, I, if you pick it up i might end up borrowing it from you at some point fair enough, fair enough um i i would be lying if i said that metacritic hasn't swayed me in one way or the other in the past <laughs> um there are definitely games that i've that i have tried that i wouldn't have otherwise just simply because they got really good metacritic scores and vice versa um <sighs> i'm sorry i'm a journalist so my opinions of metacritic are strong but that's a feature for another episode <laughs> um so, um, so yeah, that, that, that's where I'm at. Um, probably not keeping my PS4 unless something Aww. convinces me otherwise, probably where, keeping my, Xbox where do one. you have them pre-ordered anyway? Um, Amazon, uh, fell it down the corner. I have one each pre-ordered at Amazon and then one from a uh, PS4 from Sony and an Xbox one from Microsoft. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you, uh, I was going to say if you have them pre-ordered at like a physical store, you could always see if they run low on eBay it, but you know, th- th- that's something that's, you know, going to be shipped immediately anyway yeah well i mean there's a reason i have two of each pre-ordered oh yeah yeah so there's that he has two rooms to put them in (laughs) yeah what were you thinking no one flips (laughs) systems anymore um but yeah i I think i already mentioned i plan on getting both because i'm a nerd like that aren't you buying everything that comes out like the first day it comes out anything that says xbox one or ps4 you know all all (laughs) like 16 games for each console just you know i'm getting both versions of skylanders (laughs) and and a separate individual set for each version of the game that'll run me 800 bucks alone (laughs) so you know between the two of them and then there's you know all 16 Yes, goat. I'm buying no, I was everything. Talking, I was talking about the, no, no, no. Everything like exclusives. Oh no, <laughs> I'm buying. I'm buying. Uh, I'm buying. Well, I'm buying Knack and Killzone, which are the only exclusives for PS4. Um, I'm not buying any exclusives for Xbox One because I have no interest in Forza. Dead Rising Three will probably drop in price pretty quickly because it's a Capcom game, and I'm not. Rise hasn't sold me. Mm. Uh, like it seems like a game that was built for the Connect, and I'm not a Connect person. The so. Connect. Why do you say that? Because it was originally supposed to be like a system seller for the Connect for the 360. Like it was supposed to be a motion game? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know that. I could, And I could kind of see that from like the gameplay trailers we've seen and like when they demoed at E3 and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, they were playing it with a controller, but you could tell just like with the quick time events and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, I can tell this was supposed to be motion controlled. That's one of the reasons why I'm not entirely interested in. I mean, if it reviews insanely well or something, and you like either you know Charlie picks it up or I find it on sale or something, then maybe I'll look into it. But I'm, it hasn't done anything to grab me yet. It hasn't wowed you yet. No, I mean, I, I trust it's being made by Crytek, and I love what Crytek does, but 
it, 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 it looks like they're trying to be a more historically accurate God of War to me. And the problem with that is... I don't like historically accurate God of War. <laughs> okay. I like over-the-top Ares God of War. <laughs> it's so much more fun to be able to just rip God's heads clean off their shoulders. But it's so pretty. <laughs> it, it, it's very pretty. I will give so you that. that. Have you seen on, on Xbox Live right now, they've got a video talking about how um, I think it's the guy from, you know, the, the guy that's in the YouTube videos that actually makes all the weapons from all the games. Like, he made, like, a Buster oh, the, Sword. Um, uh, Blade Master or whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, I, I think it might be the same guy. It sure, certainly looks like him if it is the look same into guy. That. But um, there's a video where he's talking about how he made the armor and the weapons that they're using in really? Rise. And so, like, I, I believe that he made them, like, so that they could be, like, actual, like... Like realistic and you know and, and you know you know so so maybe so that it's maybe so that the the game designers and the engineers wouldn't have to figure out how they would work on a person. Interesting. But they actually made them. He's talking about like all like the stitching and like uh, and just the electroplating and the itty itty itty. Obviously, they're not exactly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so obviously they're not made Being using. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously they're not made using. Um, timely accurate. Uh, yeah processes but right. nonetheless it's, it's cool to see just how he made all these things interesting and um and apparently there's gonna be a live action series to go along with the game on really? xbox live yeah i saw it all this yesterday or today yeah i'm apparently really far behind on rise which doesn't surprise me but you know whatever um I mean, considering that's i mean it seems to me like right now that's the xbox the xbox one's most marketable system exclusive so it, it doesn't yeah. surprise me at all that they're putting a lot of marketing muscle yeah, behind no, it i'll agree with that I don't know. You you saw the picture of the massive Xbox One they had in Vancouver. Oh, the I, life size the, one. Yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a slim version. <laughs> um, apparently, that was filled with zombies. Oh. Literally, like the other day, they just opened it up and just all these zombies came out and people went in and there were demos of Dead Rising Three. So, oh, and I'm just like, I wish I lived in Vancouver just so I could be inside an Xbox One. Yeah. It's, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, and of course, Songbird writes into us this week, Dear Viking Jesus Goat and Technotronicorn, uh, mailbag answer, a few months ago, I purchased a Skylanders Giants Portal Owners Pack for $5 from Walmart when it normally goes for 60 then I sold that to a pawn store to buy Animal Crossing New Leaf. <laughs> way wait, to work wait, the system. Wait, wait a minute, hold, hold on here. This seems so out of character for Songbird. <laughs> wait, Songbird's a plastic animal trafficker? <laughs> I guess everybody has their dark side. <laughs> Seems so out of character, especially by <laughs> Animal Crossing, which is like the sweetest, nicest game. How'd you get Animal Crossing? Trading. <laughs> Tom Nook would approve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd probably give him concrete freaking shoes. Uh, <laughs> Songbird says, I started lurking chirp, ch chirp ass game. Oh my God. <laughs> Chirp ass gamer. That actually makes sense. From, yeah, anyway, I started lurking cheap ass gamer when Joystick had an article regarding Child of Eden for $10, which was the same year that Best Buy had some great deals like the infamous Two Hero Edition. I remember that one. I picked that up for, it was like 40 bucks and it originally came out for 80. Um, crazy how I remember that. From cheap, ass <laughs> From cheap ass gamer, I found slick deals. So these two are my places to find bargains. I want to say that I hate slick deals with a passion. Why? They're th 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 whereas you remember how I mentioned earlier the people with cheap ass gamer actually have some kind of like honor to them like they won't like most of them won't abuse the system in any way shape or form. Slick deals is like reseller heaven 
like buying like dozens of copies of DVDs and games just to resell them. Oh, I, I hate. Oh so my you hate god! Hate the people that use slick deals, not slick deals. Slick, no, the website itself, I don't, ca- I don't hate. Okay. You know, the the people that use it, I. Well, I mean, it's aptly titled. Yeah. Yeah, they're, slick, they're, deals, they're, slick deals and tech bargains are two of the ones that I keep in my RSS feeds, and I, I've I've gotten good stuff off of off of them. Yeah, yeah. no, I I don't disagree, but the, the people just yeah. yeah. Um. Songbird S, I'm curious, has any of your radio stations started playing Christmas music? Also, what's your opinion on daylight savings time? What the hell does that work <laughs> together? <laughs> Um, well, radios here have started playing Christmas music, although I don't listen to the radio all that, yeah. Oh. Although I don't listen to the radio all that much, but definitely, like, you know, we use Pandora at work to Mm. play the music on the speakers and stuff like that, and automatically, like, the first thing it does is, do you want to play holiday radio? No, go away. (laughs) Not, it's, it's the first week in November. We're not going to start playing holiday music until the first week in December. Really? I thought, like, Thanksgiving was just... Canceled. Well, <laughs> I was saying the other day, I feel bad for Thanksgiving. They really get screwed over. <laughs> Halloween's next. Everybody, well, I feel bad for Thanksgiving. Man, if Christmas starts getting marketed in October, I'm. Mm. Honestly, you know, I, I saw, honestly, we're getting to the point, give it like 20 years the way we're going. It's going to be like summer is going to be from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And after Labor Day, <laughs> it's going to be Christmas till next year. <laughs> I swear it's going like nobody gives a crap. I saw a person on um, the Today Show this morning who was, you know, talking about like you know holiday deals and retail and stuff like that. But obviously, it was much more broad um, because it's the Today Show. Um, And they had mentioned something along the lines of how we started. You know, we we start earlier every year. You know, November first, instantly all the Christmas stuff is up. All the Halloween candies clearance to like ten for a dollar and stuff like that. Um, She said, within five years, I wouldn't doubt it if you're going to start seeing Christmas deals in July. Yeah, I'm like, ah, I need well, to get the hell out of retail. doing it with Black Friday in June, Black Friday in August, oh my Black God, Friday I, yeah. in May. Best Buy did that, and it was yeah. dumb. It wasn't it, like it wasn't even as good as the sales we had for that week, let alone <laughs> that day. Yeah, so it's like you can buy this refrigerator and get this cleaning pad for it for free. It's like great, fucking. We sell cleaning pads for refrigerators. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where Thanksgiving is just referred to as a meal before Black Friday. For most families, they all get together, and that's part of the tradition. Well, we'll eat something, then we got to go to bed, then we have at two in the morning. Especially if you're a family like mine, and literally every person in your house except for one has worked in retail, and everyone just kind of dreads when snow starts falling, because it just brings back, like, Vietnam-style flashbacks <laughs> of Black Friday. Thanksgiving dinner is fun with me and my mom. My mom used to be the manager of a Toys R Us. She got got promoted to store manager a week before Black Friday. So so if I ever meet your mom, I should never say the words, tickle me Elmo? No, you can. She'll just immediately leave the room and hide in the closet for three hours in the fetal position. So I shouldn't say it. I mean, you can. (laughs) So I shouldn't. You shouldn't. Be amazing, just walking, walking to Mike's house and be like, Furby house on the table flips over. <laughs> They're both behind him with paintball guns. Be like, I'm killing the furry bastard. And oh. Somehow they're in camel paint. <laughs> it's retail camo, so it's all yeah. grays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not for Best Buy, it's blue and oh, yellow. Yeah. We carry Furbies at Best Buy. Are they the, the, new, the new creepy ones? The new, with like LED eyes or something? Oh, yeah, with LCD screens for yeah, eyes. That. What? 
Do they have a specified <laughs> shirt on? No, they don't. I don't want it. <laughs> anyway, um, also, what's your guys' opinion on daylight savings time? I hate it. <laughs> Pointless. You know, I, I actually wrote an essay for someone in high school. They they needed a persuasive essay. They said they'd pay me $100 to write it if I got it to them in three hours. And I was just like, yeah, okay. I was planning on being an English major. So, that yeah, <laughs> I could write a persuasive paper in 10 minutes. Um, and, they, and they said, it's just like, it needs to be a persuasive paper and you need to take a stance. I'm like, a persuasive paper about what? And they're just like, no, it just needs to be a persuasive paper. I'm like, okay, here's why daylight savings time shouldn't exist. And I found all these facts out about it. Apparently it was started by this guy in New Zealand who was really sad that he couldn't collect bugs while working at his post office job. <laughs> <laughs> I am not kidding. I am not kidding. And then the idea spread to the U.S. where they just used it to get kids out of school earlier so they could help kids work on farms. I am not kidding. Oh, okay. Well, it's all for the farmers. No, I get it. I get it. It's all for the farmers, but it's all null and void now that, well, the... Let's be honest. Most of the farming equipment is more... Automatic. Has more technology than this room does in it. Yeah, and that's saying something. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand it. Like, wake up an hour earlier, go to bed an hour later. Like... Why you know what's hard? interesting, too? There are apparently uh, more records of um, attempted suicides and accidental car crashes um, during the extra hour of darkness when daylight savings time switches over. That's weird. Weird, huh? Well, I mean, that hour. But that's, that, <laughs> that hour is crucial for me. I'm like, man, if it becomes sunlight, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Didn't happen. It's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, huh. so apparently none of us are did, fans of Daylight Did they series. release more emo bands in the darkness? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where the darkness, the band, came yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God. The, uh, I, I just think it's funny that even after all this time, after all these years, with all the money they've made, Apple still can't figure out daily savings times on their devices. Yeah, that's something I'm not looking forward to for this next week, remembering which of my electronics change automatically and which ones don't. I already found out that my Xbox does change automatically, but my PS3 does not. So I'm Take that, Sony fanboys! <laughs> <laughs> you can direct your complaint to charlie at gamerheadradio.com. Come at me, Sony bro. <laughs> I would love it when someone just, like, sends us, like, a dozen emails from different email accounts. Just like... 94926gamer. What? <laughs> Bring it. Please, somebody use the voicemail. <laughs> Uh, Songbird says, besides those of the Mario series, which characters would be the worst without their facial hair? <laughs> Does she just have like a dartboard that she throws? <laughs> well, no, it's, it's No Shave November. Oh, I get, okay. All right, relevant, relevant. And all of us have beards, so none of us really care. <laughs> so who would look bad without their facial hair? Yes. Uh, Zeus would, because his whole face is beard. He'd look fine. He'd be like um, one of those swimming guys. Medal of <laughs> yeah, Medal of Honor cover guy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even have a name. He does have a name. I, I forget. I think he's called like Rabbit or something. Yeah. But yeah, he he would be significantly less. Uh... Wouldn't call him that if he lost all his hair. I ah, <laughs> said that. Yeah, <laughs> I I need to start making lame jokes. Um. <laughs> um. Does anyone else even have like 
<laughs> significant facial hair besides the Mario <laughs> Brothers? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think so. Why aren't there more characters with awesome facial hair? Because bearding has just come back in style. Has it? Yeah. Recently, yeah. I'll take full blame for that. Look, <laughs> if it's on this man right here, it's probably <laughs> in style. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> you, you, you're, you, well, I mean, with the fashionista for a wife and your care for looking like a human, I'm like, all right, if Charlie's doing it, it's probably in. He's like the, he's like my Cosmo. <laughs> Whoa, hang on. That's like crazy here. So, I, I really want to make it an appropriate joke here, but I'm going to refrain. No, come on, come on, come on. No, it's, 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 it's cool. It's cool. So, you're getting to get all your kinky sex tips from Charlie. Mm -hmm. ah. Yes, yes. Actually, last month it was, how do you hang your wife from a ceiling fan at low speed? <laughs> no, that, no, low speed is easy. It's high speed that you yeah, have to worry about. I haven't, I'm still working with low. I just, there was an incident and we don't really talk about her. Um, Should have talked to me first. Yeah. Uh, no category. Handler. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you know that, like, I know you guys are joking, but there's that part of me that's like, are they? Wait. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. We're, yeah, we're, we're cool. joking. I mean, it's, it's all fun and games on this show, <laughs> but never a serious moment. So, suddenly, Michelle cowers in terror whenever a ceiling fan is turned on. No, because I did my research. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Off the fan and back into the fire. <laughs> well done. Good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's said a lot in that situation, too. Anyways, what else we got? If a gaming character was to grow facial hair when they got older, which style would best fit? Oh, man, I want Kirby with the Fu Manchu. <laughs> really? But he he just fit it like little soul I think, patchy. I think, I think Link could benefit from a full Viking beard like mine. No, come on. No, he trip on he it. Was, he was a, not that long, like chest length. Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen the concept art for old Link, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it looked. He kind of looks like Gandorf had a bad night <laughs> with Dumbledore. But I mean, other than that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want Master Chief to grow a full beard inside so his helmet. Under the helmet. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but yeah, yeah, no. So it's just like stray hair is poking out of the cracks of the helmet. <laughs> so and it's muffled. They'll look like yeah, and he's all muffled. Like <laughs> <laughs> so they'll look like whiskers. Coming, so they'll look like whiskers coming out of the bottom of his helmet. So it'll be oh, yeah. Cat Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Neko Chief. Meow. <laughs> Where is Cortana? Meow. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> for the month of November, you must don the likeness of a character's pogonotrophy. Who do you pick? Uh, Zeus, because he's got the full beard. Waluigi. Et cetera. The, the crooked, the zigzag mustache. Oh, yeah, you were doing really good at that point. Yeah, you tried I, that. I had a handlebar going there for a while. <laughs> yeah, he tried it and, out Man, styling that thing every morning was kind of a pain in the ass. So I'm just going to assume the Waluigi just stays like that permanently. <laughs> it make my life. It would make my mornings a lot quicker. Little, you, little do you know, he wakes up and it's all like curly, like the classic 1930s like villain and stuff like that. And then and then he has to like spring he, it out, and so it'll be all zigzag. He crimps it. He cr <laughs> <laughs> he, he wakes up and he's got like things in his mustache, and then he has to take out <laughs> goat. Um, I'm I'm thinking lazy scrubbled uh, snake that'd work for me. 
I don't know. He's surprisingly well-groomed for being, you know, out in the field for days and weeks at a time. Yeah. He's just got, just got, got like, stubble. a chin strap. There's yeah. points where he's got stubble and, like, yeah. two and stuff like that. that yeah. Those days when he wakes up and he's just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go find Metal Gear. I don't need a razor. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, Songbird, of course, for your uh, emails. Um, that covers everything, though, right? We can move on to closing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because cool. we got a shit ton of editing to do. <laughs> We're in triple digits today. Uh, go, you've got <laughs> shows coming up, don't you? Do I? <laughs> I know you have one. Oh, yeah, I do. This weekend. Yeah, I do. Holy shit. Oh um, it's November. Uh, it is indeed November. Yeah. Uh, let's see, the 9th of November, we're at uh, the Rave in Milwaukee, Wisconsin with Needles uh, and everybody and their sister. That's not a band. That's literally like everybody and their sister. I'm going to, I'm going to form a band and name everyone and their sister. It's like 30 or 25 national acts and like 15 it's local like acts. Periphery, and, All That Remains, yeah. uh, Asking Ninja, Alexandria, 12 Foot Ninja. Uh, seven Dust is going to be. Yeah. Seven Dust. Pretty much, if you want to go to somewhere and see every concert you want to see today this year, go. You have any other shows you want oh, to yeah. mention? Uh, let's see. The other show would be November 23rd at Penny Road Pub in Barrington, Illinois. Uh, local show. It's a benefit show for benefit show. veterans, I want to say. Oh. It's a benefit show. It's for something, something important. You guess for uh, the benefit no. of something. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Are you playing with it for that one? Uh, a bunch of locals. Uh, beyond something. Damn it! I can't remember the names. I'm horrible. Uh, beyond Thresh. No, 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 not them. No. Um. Another another new local on the scene. Um. But it's all local stuff. There's no nationals. Um. Aww. And then December sixth in Chicago, Illinois, at Nightcaps. I've never heard so, of that venue. Yeah, it's decent venue, decent mm. venue. So, in Chicago proper. So that's all I got, Charlie. I feel like every week it just reminds me of how I don't have anything worth mentioning in my life aside from this podcast. So I feel like I need to come up with something. So I have something to plug. But no, once again, I have nothing to plug except Aww. for I'll just say uh, if you want to talk about uh, video games on Facebook, you can find uh, everybody in this room in the Players Club, uh, the group on Facebook. Uh, if you want to talk about Android, you can find either the page. Or the group Android for Everyone, uh, computer-related stuff, uh, mouse click, uh, Apple uh, iOS-related stuff, Curiosity. Um, yep, those are all my groups. We should start a Gamerhead Radio trio band with the three of us, so Charlie has something to plug every week. That'd be great. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> well, you, you, got a, you got a drum set over here. <laughs> we can make it happen. Um... What do I have going on? I, I I have shows going on, but they're not till next year. I already mentioned them before. I probably won't get more into them until we get closer. Um, I do, however, uh, want to mention that if anyone is um, in the uh, Northern Illinois area and still doesn't have any specific plans for the uh, PlayStation 4 launch or anything like that, uh, the Best Buy I work at in South Elgin on uh, Randall Road is having a midnight release. Um, so the night of the 14th, since it comes out on the 15th, I'm running the midnight release, so I'll be there. Goat says he might be there if he doesn't have anything better to do. Um, I don't imagine Charlie will be there because it's Thursday night and he has a bedtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so if any, uh, so if yeah. any listeners want to hang out... Um, Are you streaming it? We are not streaming it. I'll be streaming the. Side I mean, of the if you want to show up in tech and stream it, you know, I, I won't. Uh, I won't kick you out. Noted. <laughs> um, 
but uh, a bunch of a bunch of the local gaming crew that you know we talk to will be there and stuff like that. It should be a good time, especially since I'm running it. Um, and again, we will have another one for the Xbox One midnight release a week after that. But details on that one are sketchy at this point for some reason, despite only being a week after that. So if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gamerhead Radio. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio for updates on new episodes. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. Uh, we're on Stitcher Radio. We're on Google Plus. We're on iTunes. We're on our own website. Whatever you listen to us on, please five-star us, upvote us, like us, plus one us, whatever it is on whatever website you're listening to us on. We'd really appreciate it. Um... Uh, a programming note, uh, we're going to have an interesting um, set of episodes next week. Um, because we're anticipating that news will be pretty light, because it has been for the past three weeks at least, um, we're going to do kind of uh, everything we know episodes on the next-gen consoles right before they launch and everything like that. So we're actually going to have two episodes um, where we just break everything down, you know, our suggestions on, like, maybe game recommendations, you know, or, you know, answering questions and things like that. So so we'll still have a mailbag, but it'll be... Uh It'll be more like your guys' questions on the new consoles and anything like that. Anything you want us to research for you, anything you want our opinions on, anything you want us to clarify for you, because I like to think that all of us are expert-level gamers at this point. Um, and you. I'm still iffy about you. I know. <laughs> um, and so combined, we could probably come up with any answers for any questions you might have our way. Provided that they're actually available. Provided and yeah. provided that they're actual, you know, legitimate questions. You know, if you want us to know if a PS4 can blend, we we can't answer that yet. No. Although, if you want, if anyone wants to donate four hundred dollars and a blender that will fit a PS PS4 in it, we will figure the answer that question out for you. We should do that. We should get people to send us money so we can smash consoles and videotape it. If we're going to get people to send us money, let's find better uses, huh? <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. with Charlie on this. <laughs> I just want to smash I'd things. I really like a better microphone. I just want to smash things, guys. <laughs> so smash yours. No. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for mine. This episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Gamerhead Radio because we sponsor ourselves. This has been Gamerhead Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I am, of course, Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, the man with the sexy snake voice. Ah! <laughs> that was a cat claw on my leg. <laughs> what that was. So anyway, <laughs> edit. <laughs>